0: Time now for Kings Talk. Oh, it's squirted between the pads. Where you, the listeners, call in with your comments and questions after every Kings game. Tell us what's on your mind. Call us at 877-KINGS-20. That's 877-KINGS-20. We'll also take a look at the stars of the game, game highlights, and the out-of-town scoreboard. It's time for Kings Talk right here on the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network.
1: Welcome back, Kings fans. I am Jesse Cohen. You're listening to Kings Talk. I'm coming to you live from the Nick Nixon Broadcast Center on the upper concourse of Crypto.com Arena. Final score here in downtown L.A., your L.A. Kings 4, count them 4, the Edmonton Oilers 0. It just feels incredible to say that. Uh, We're taking your questions and comments about the game, the team, and anything else on your mind. Call 877-KINGS20, 877-KINGS20. And before I have a chance to jump into any of the numbers, Steve in Orlando. How are you doing tonight, Steve?
2: Oh great! I'm like Mr. Starter lately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, you don't have to sit through traffic like everybody else.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, this is yeah, like you said, it feels amazing. Get two wins in a row. Yeah, that's and right. Lewis, one more well, is a tired. win streak.
1: <laughs> that's right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. I'm, I'm. I was fully expecting to be very disappointed tonight. <laughs>
1: Well, I, you know, at the end of the first period, was talking to Zach Dooley. It was 0-0, zero, zero, and I thought to myself, okay, no idea how the next 40 minutes is going to go, but we have to find a way to have this conversation without it being about who's winning and who's losing, because you never know. So was just trying to look for things that would tilt in the positive direction, ways the team could could build its confidence because that's what uh, Jim Hiller's been talking about, you know, for the last three days. is build, How do we get our headspace right? How do we build confidence? The four goals notwithstanding, because those are great, that'll build confidence. More often than not tonight, I saw play from the Kings that should build confidence for this club. Absolutely. I
2: had My question I had was, is it too early to get hopes up that Dubois might actually be turning it around?
1: Uh, no. No. I don't think it is um he had a he had a great play in the first period where he drew a penalty um which was fantastic uh i heard the guys on the broadcast talking about his game and how important it was um we heard a lot about uh him over the last two three four weeks how he needs to be a difference maker tonight he was a difference maker and there was you know listen i'm i am not uh, superstitious but i'm a little bit stitious and I do believe that sports are so dumb that sometimes these little dumb things matter for him to get the first goal of the game tonight. I mean, I just think it was incredible. I just think it was really important for the first goal of the game to come off of his stick the way it did confident. um, No questions fired that puck into the back of the net. Um, Really strong game out of him. I don't think it's too early. I I think, and and if the Kings are going to turn around, he's got to be a part of it.
2: Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And hopefully going will
1: start like you said. A start for a win streak. It, <laughs> they got no other choice at this point, Steve. They got to win. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, anybody else out there? Eight seven seven Kings twenty. Eight seven seven Kings twenty. The LA Kings defeat the Edmonton Oilers four to nothing. Let's go ahead and take a look at the three stars of the game. No surprise, all of them coming from your LA Kings. First up, third star of the game. We just talked about him, Pierre Luc Dubois. Uh, a goal, a drawn penalty, a uh, big game for Pierre-Luc Dubois, a difference maker, as they said on uh, the telecast. Two shots on goal, 15 minutes, 49 seconds ice time. Uh, that was the third star of the game. Second star of the game, Quentin Byfield. And honestly, as he, right before he scored his first goal of the night, I had reached for my phone. With every intention of tweeting out, I have seen a lot of people talk about what a strong game Gavrikov's had. I see a lot of people talking about what a strong game Matt Roy has had. I want people to start talking about what an incredible game Quentin Byfield is having. And then he scored before I could even start typing. So, Quentin Byfield, an incredible game. Two goals, one assist, three points, a plus three, two shots on goal. And two for four in the faceoff dot, 16 minutes, 29 seconds. Ice time, and of course, the number one star. Big save, Dave. Uh, 27 of 27 saves for his first shutout as a member of the King. He is tonight's first star of the game. Thomas in Bellingham, Washington. How are you doing tonight, Thomas? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Jesse? I'm doing excellent, Thomas. What's going on? Um, well,
3: being up in Washington, I had to watch this CBC broadcast. which oh. was, um, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it was, it was insufferable. But um, <laughs> they did finally talk about Byfield possibly <laughs> being on the Olympic team. Oh, um, okay. watching Canada in 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 Italy, um, which I've been talking to anyone who'll listen about. Um, but I just wanted to mainly I just called because I wanted to say how much I loved him making McDavid look like me playing beer league <laughs> um, on that on that play that set up Lewis. Um, and I feel like that's something he didn't do in the past. Like he's playing with so much confidence. I love it.
1: He had a a play in the third period. I did not see who, or I can't remember who he stripped the puck off of their stick, but really impressive play. And then somebody sent me, uh, I don't remember which telecast, it might have been CBC. Uh, He had a play in the corner where he just, it didn't really result in anything, but he just kind of did a, I can't even really (laughs) describe it, but he spun around without control of the puck and wound up regaining control of the puck. An impressive move from Quentin Byfield. An impressive night from Quentin Byfield. Thank God he and Kopitar managed to find a way to put the puck in the back of the net on that uh, (laughs) last goal of his. Um, Yeah, Yeah, when I saw him pass. Yeah, uh, if anybody follows, sorry, I'm gonna (laughs) sorry if anybody follows. uh, Br Open Ice uh, is the account. um, They have the uh, the the gif of uh, Quentin Byfield making the move uh, on uh, on Twitter. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I cut you off there, Thomas. Oh, no, you guys
3: just saying on that empty netter when they're both trying to be uh, not, non-selfish. I was like, right. someone just, like, shoot, score. Yeah, someone exactly. Score.
1: <laughs> not enough fans in the building yelling shoot at that point. That was the problem. Uh, <laughs> Thomas, appreciate you calling in and uh, always appreciate you watching up there in Bellingham, even if you have to watch the crummy CBC feed. Robert and Glendale, how are you doing tonight, Robert?
4: I'm doing very well, Jesse. How are you?
1: I'm also doing very well
4: uh yeah i just wanted to nominate byfield as the player of the game and look i i prior to this moment i'm about to mention i had called in to to kingstock and spoken highly of byfield i've always been a huge fan of byfield but for a long time even being a huge fan of his i did, I, I still felt like i didn't truly get the hype i still felt like, it was a little bit overblown. Um, and then I went to the Kings' most recent game against the Sharks, and Byfield scored a huge goal, and I literally organically fell to my knees to be bathed in the glory of Quentin Byfield wow, in that right. moment. And in that moment, I I got it. I understood. Uh, and it's not that today's game was that moment for me or that today's goal was that moment for me. Um, But it reminded me very much of that goal and that moment of Kim just exerting dominance over a hockey game. And where literally none of the five guys on the ice whose task it is to oppose him are at all equipped to do so. And, To see those moments from him is just so cool, and that's what I wanted to call in about tonight is I could play the game of trying to sound smart like I always do and talk about the season and uh, context and all this, but I don't really want to. I just want to be in ninth or tenth grade again tonight and be like, wow, Hiller won his first game as a Kings coach, and Byfield was amazing, and tonight was just really, really awesome, and that's all I wanted to say.
1: Robert, I – Listen, you're going to make me cry here. Um, I love the idea of going back to ninth or tenth grade and just reveling in the happiness of a game like this. There, there were so many ways that tonight could have been disappointing, and none of them happened, right? And Quentin Byfield came through. Pierre-Luc Dubois came through. David Riddick came through. Jim Hiller came through, throwing out some crazy line combinations. Everything went right tonight. And uh, the look on Quentin Byfield's face after he scored his first goal when he went to the boards with his hands out and his mouth open. Uh, Yeah, that, you know, I, I, when he did that, I had a moment of wondering when I was a kid and Luke Robitaille would score and he would make those big celebrations and the big faces. That's part of the reason I fell in love with him as a player. It's part of the reason I fell in love with this team. It's part of the reason I fell in love with the sport of hockey. I'm in my mid forties now. I can't, I can't turn back the internal clock all the way back to ninth grade. I can get pretty close, Um but I hope, yeah, <laughs> I hope that there are kids out there who are enjoying Quentin Byfield as much as I enjoyed Luke Robitaille because he is a lot of fun to watch. You are right, Robert.
4: Yeah, great comp right there. Great comp. All
1: right, thank you for calling in, Robert. We appreciate it. Victor in L.A., are you with us, Victor?
2: Yeah, I'm here.
1: What's going on, thank Vic? You so much. Can I call you, Vic? Oh man, I
2: am. You can. All you right. Can. You can call me anything you want. <laughs> As long as the Kings are winning, you can Perfect. tell me anything you want because I was, you know, I was at the last two home games and I was so depressed, especially after the Buffalo game. Just like everybody else, I mean, I was, I was so depressed and just, you know, every, just like uh, uh, they said tonight. You know, when when you're winning, you're having fun, and I'm telling you, it was a great game, and to see a uh, big game, big save, Dave. I mean, was. To me, was incredible The, you know, the the three huge penalty kills at the end of the second when, you know, I'm thinking in the back of my head, okay, this is it. Number one, you know, power play team, they're going to score and get back in the game, but they did a great job of just, you know, shutting them down. I thought it was a, an awesome game. I loved it.
1: I agree with you, Victor. And how many times earlier this season did we see a game where the Kings were winning four to nothing, five to nothing, whatever it was, and then with a minute left, right. two minutes left, all of a sudden the other team gets a goal? It doesn't matter. You still win four to one. You still five to one. But as a fan, you're in the building. You're pulling for the goalie all night. You're praying that the broadcaster doesn't exactly. say the word shutout. Yes. <laughs> and then tonight they, they pull it off. They come through. They get it. Uh, is there? I mean, I don't want to say it was no, a perfect that was night, awesome.
2: but, but. Because Riddick had one of the. I was at one of those. I can't remember who it was. Fun uh, against, but they were up four zip, and I think um, they I think scored the you know a garbage goal at the end of the game. Yeah. yeah, against the Sharks, and I was I was so pulling for him to get that shutout because that's you know, it, how often do you get a shutout, right? I mean, it's just it's just awesome to see one live. But anyways, I'm glad he got a shutout though. That's that's huge. And I love the, you know how pumped up he gets after a win. You know and uh, I love to see, even though it seems like you, you know, you want to have your goalie nice and calm and, you know, not show too much. But when you win a game and you see Riddick come, Riddick come out and just like, you know, pumping his fist and like he's all pumped up, it's like I love that. You know, I want that's what I want
1: to see. So on uh, Thursday, I think it was, we got our first chance to go back to. Uh, well, I'm at Toyota Sports Performance Center all the time. My office is there, but uh first time to see the guys first time to get back in the locker room because um, they were on the road prior to the break then they were on the break and I wanted to be the first one in the locker room because I wanted to run up to Dave Riddick and tell him great win against Nashville and I was I basically elbowed another member of the media corps out of the way just <laughs> just so I could be the first one I sidled up alongside Riddick's locker and I said hey man I want to talk to you and he went uh-oh and I said no great win against Nashville it was, 10 days earlier or whatever, big grin on his face, thanked me, you know, and acknowledged how important it was to get that win. So I'm assuming same feelings tonight. Big shout out for Dave Riddick. Um, again, 27 yeah, of 27 absolutely. saves. All right, Victor, thank That's you for right. calling in. That Appreciate it. Uh, we are going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to listen to some highlights, dig into some numbers. 4 nothing, Kings over Oilers. You're listening to Kings Talk on the LA Kings Audio Network here on iHeartRadio.
0: We return to Kings Talk, your post game reaction to LA Kings hockey. Call 877 Kings 20 on the LA Kings iHeart Audio Network. Good game. Good, good job.
5: Playing to survive, aiming to win any way they can.
0: You're win! Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, Pass
1: Kings fans. I'm Jesse Cohen. You're listening to Kings Talk. That is The Game by Jurassic Five. I will keep naming that song and that band. Coming to you live from the Nick Nixon Broadcast Center on the upper concourse of Crypto.com Arena. Final score here in downtown L.A., your L.A. Kings 4. You heard before the Edmonton Oilers, 0. Taking your questions and comments about the game, the team, and anything else on your mind, call 877-KINGS-20. That's 877-KINGS-20. Again, your three stars of the game. All from L.A., number three, Pierre-Luc Dubois with a goal. Quentin Byfield, two goals and an assist. And, of course, David Riddick with the shutout, stopping 27 of 27 shots from the Edmonton Oilers. Before the game for L.A. Kings game night, the pregame show, I had collected so much audio over the course of this week, partially because of the break, partially because of the coaching change. We had a media availability with GM Rob Blake. We had three now, I think, media availabilities with uh, Jim Hiller. And I had a, quote, from Jim Hiller about Pierre-Luc Dubois I didn't play it in the pregame because I felt it might be piling on uh, but I'm gonna play it here now Jim Hiller on Pierre-Luc Dubois.
5: Pierre wants to get more out of himself he understands that there's there's two parts to the equation he's gonna be willing to do that and then we've got to push him and he'll get opportunity when he's playing well he'll probably play more and if he's not going as well Whoever else is there, they will play more. So it, it's not a matter of a magic potion or anything like that. It's, it's just a matter of getting an opportunity again, doing the work. I don't know if you noticed, we skated, and then he ended up with some of the younger players, uh, got up out of the pile and did some extra sk- That, to me, catches my attention. So that's not me doing anything for PL. That's PL doing something for himself right now.
1: Well, I was going to transition from that into the highlight of Pierre-Luc Dubois' goal, but we got Jeff from Santa Clarita on the line. How are you doing tonight, Jeff? I'm doing good, Jesse. What's going on tonight,
6: Jeff? uh, I've got to first again, and thank you. I I love that you do King's Talk. It's very nostalgic to me because I was driving home from King's Games with my dad many years ago, so I'm glad you keep King's Talk going. Uh, but I have to admit, my, my my first and only call was pretty negative after the Sharks game or the Buffalo game.
1: That's um, all right, Jeff. You're I, only human.
6: I, I, yeah, for sure, I, I I need to give you a positive call here today. So, I, I agree with all the callers about
0: you know the uh,
6: big save, Dave, awesome. Uh, Quentin Byfield, awesome. But I, I think this game was a test for the playoffs right we, we've lost to Edmonton mm-hmm. two two years ago and a lot of it had to deal with can we get some depth down the center which we we got tonight with PL scoring a goal but also the the penalty kill I don't remember I, don't, I, I can't remember if it was three or four power plays they had but you know obviously they didn't score with us getting a shutout so to me, I think that was the highlight of the game. I mean, there's a lot of highlights, but the penalty kill is a little bit unrecognized. We, we need to recognize that we stopped Edmonton from scoring a goal on the power play however many times it was, three or four times. So. That, that's my comment for the night. Like, there's a lot of highlights, but let's not forget about how good our penalty kill is.
1: Jeff, I see your positivity, and I'm going to raise you. I appreciate you bringing it up, because the Kings not only killed four power plays for Edmonton, they scored on one of two of theirs. So, for the night, 50% on the power play, 100% on the penalty kill. They out-hit Edmonton 26-20, to 20, and they blocked 25 shots. 25. That's a ton of shots. Um... If you look at the uh, shot attempts um, between the two teams, Edmonton actually had more shot attempts at at, uh, all strengths than the Kings did, but uh, the Kings blocking shots like madmen. I'm going to try and find real quick who led the way uh, with block shots. At one point, it was all the defensemen when I looked uh, earlier in the game. Uh, Shots blocked, leading the way, Drew Doughty 6, Andreas Englund 4, Matt Roy 3. Uh, Mikey Anderson, three Vladislav Gavrikov, three Jared Anderson, Dolan with two So the defensive players Really laying out to take those uh, To eat those pucks for David Riddick And like you said, the penalty kill doing an outstanding job um, Stopping Edmonton Who is, I mean, listen Connor McDavid and Leon Dreiside'll feast on the power play, right? It,
6: yeah, for sure I mean, the last couple Power play or, sorry, playoff series We've had with them a lot of the pivotal moments came from them scoring on the power play. And to, to see that we can stop them, you know, make them go 0 oh, for 4 tonight was, was, uh, it was, was definitely uh, it, it's definitely for the positive.
1: Well, Jeff, I appreciate you calling in and taking things in a positive direction. Appreciate you uh, the kind words uh, about Kingstock. I do have one question. You still with us, Jeff? Yes. Are you old enough to have gone to games at the Great Western Forum?
6: Uh, yes, sir. I uh, my my dad had season tickets starting in '93,
1: so perfect. A, you are you are my of vintage of King 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 San King. Jeff. Let me ask yeah. you this: <laughs> When you were leaving the game, did you guys ever park in the uh, the Hollywood uh, uh, the the racetrack parking lot? Uh, we
6: we always parked in the Forum parking lot, but I do remember trying to get signatures coming out of the Forum Club. That was, that was our thing. We would wait. Okay. Behind, after the game, and and get signatures at the Forum Club.
1: See, we would beeline to our to the car. My dad would always park in the uh, in I'm blanking on the name of the racetrack that's across the street from the Forum at the time. We would park in that parking lot. Oh, and getting, left. getting out of that parking lot was a nightmare because the exit to the parking lot was about two and a half car widths wide, and there were no lanes, and there was no supervision, and it was just a stampede of cars. Uh, I've always said said it many times. Learn more about driving leaving Kings games in the late 90s than I ever did, uh, actually learning to drive. Jeff, appreciate you calling in. We are going to go back to uh, the highlights. Like I said, Pierre-Luc Dubois, we heard from uh, head coach Jim Hiller there about Pierre-Luc Dubois. He started the Kings scoring off in the second period on the power play to make it 1-0 Kings.
5: Kings still on the power play. Fresh legs are out. More Deneau, Lafarriere, Dubois, and Spence. Here's Dubois, right circle, shot, go!
1: That was Pierre-Luc Dubois giving the Kings a 1-0 lead. Shortly thereafter in the second period, Trevor Lewis would score on a nifty pass following a nifty play from Quentin Byfield to make it 2-0 Kings. Now a steal. Here's Byfield across. Lewis
5: scores!
1: That's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> McDavid lost the puck. Look, if that was the only play Quentin Byfield made all game, the registered on the score sheet, uh, that would be, I still think, a pretty strong game out of Quentin Byfield, but he wasn't done. He scored, uh, I know it's the third goal of the game, but it, it almost felt like a game winner to me given how much the Kings have struggled holding a lead. Quentin Byfield scoring to give the Kings a 3 nothing lead.
5: Byfield. Spinning, try to get it to Kopitar. Now he does. Kopitar behind the net. To Byfield, and out up high. Roy across Gavrikov. A shot, pad save, rebound, score. Quentin Byfield. There's that all important third goal. Kings up three, nothing.
1: And Quentin Byfield was not done for the night. Edmonton with the goalie pulled late in the game. Or. Pretty early for pulling the goalie. But nonetheless, Quentin Byfield, Andre Kopitar hooking up to give the Kings a 4-0 lead late in the third period.
5: Roy for Kempe to Kopitar with Byfield. Kopitar to Byfield. To Kopitar to Byfield.
4: Score!
5: Wasn't pretty, but it'll count. (laughs)
1: It was not pretty, as Nick Nixon said, but uh, it did count 4 to nothing. to score your LA Kings over the Edmonton Oilers. And this may sound insane, but I was almost a little bit disappointed because I have been talking for weeks, it feels like now, about the Kings' record when they score four goals versus when they score only "Quote unquote three or fewer in regulation, and a little bit of me wanted them to finish the game with three in regulation to improve that record. Because when they score four goals, they are uh, pretty much unbeatable. And most of their wins on the season have come with them scoring four or more. So obviously, we hope that they can keep that going. But four goals is a lot of goals to score <laughs> on a regular basis. Asked social media as always, uh, who the play of the who the player, excuse me, of the game was, and what was the play of the game." So we're going to go ahead and check in on Twitter. And uh, Robert uh, Rabishimo, honorable mention, Crypto.com Arena's boards in front of the visiting bench for taking one for the team uh, from that guy from Edmonton. Yeah, uh, Connor McDavid snapping his stick. Over the board, Steven Niebuhr, Riddick, player of the game. Third goal is the play of the game. Agreed. That's what I just, yeah, finally got that elusive third goal and got it without giving up a lead, right? They didn't go down 3-2 to two and then score 3 to tie it. They just took a three-goal uh, lead. Uh, play of the game, David Riddick's double save in the second period. Uh, agree with that. David Riddick had a number of tremendous saves. Uh, one icy check, says Big Dave, player of the game uh Stacy says three QB two Riddick one Matt Roy uh Matt Roy did have an excellent game I think Jim Fox said on the broadcast I thought I heard him say it uh best game as a king uh which I thought was uh, strong praise indeed I don't have a strong argument for or against that uh the bomb says uh player Byfield uh the play his swipe then assist like I said on the replay there if the only play he made tonight to wind up on the score sheet was assisting Trevor Moore on that goal that'll be good enough for me but he did pick up two goals in the third period uh Freddie B says so many great players to choose from tonight Pierre-Luc Dubois Quentin Byfield Matt Roy but I've got to go with Riddick for player of the game dude made some really incredible saves tonight especially on consecutive Oilers power plays play of the game would be Pierre-Luc Dubois goal to open up the scoring I'm I don't think I'm going to be able to argue with any of these you're all right as far as I'm concerned Freddie those are excellent choices Uh, The Prevailer, my player of the game was Byfield. My play of the game was Riddick's leg. Special consideration to, quote, not getting too high, not getting too low. One game at a time mentality. Geopope51 says, Riddick, Uh, Magnum, Xander, Nogalius, big save Dave, and big save Dave, Nescaf, at Timmy Coffee, Quentin Byfield. The puck found him, and he did good stuff. He certainly did, and it certainly did. Jeff Anderson, so hard not to pick Quentin Byfield for either of these, but – Player David Riddick, play Riddick robbing Perry of a sure goal to prevent any momentum shift in the Oilers' favor. So many things tonight stopped momentum shifts, whether it was line changes, goals, assists, saves, hits, scrums after the whistle, blocked shots. The Kings doing everything tonight. Again, I've hesitated to say perfect game, but looking at the numbers, looking at the outcome, I guess if you want to argue that it could have been a little bit more lopsided in favor of the Kings, they blocked 25 shots. Maybe they didn't have to block so many, but, I mean, now we are really nitpicking. Jacob, uh, in parentheses, Hiller time. Player of the game, big save, Dave. Play of the game, Fiala aggressively back-checking. Yeah, had a couple conversations with people in text and DMs about Fiala's strong game. Matt, GKG, player of the game. Matt Roy with as solid of a game as you could imagine outside a penalty. Jim Fox agrees with you, Matt. Play of the game, (laughs) new Pierre-Luc Dubois using his size hitting people. Uh, Maybe, you know, maybe it's... Maybe it's the playoff atmosphere. Who knows? Yuri Motrick, Senior, as always, loved that name. At Shrump the Orc, Player of the Game, Quentin M. F. Byfield, Play of the Game, that saved by Big Save Dave in the second. I think it was the second. L. A. Kings sixty, or excuse me, eighty-eight. Sorry, uh, Player Save, Big Save Dave, Play of the Game, McDavid breaking his stick, sure over the boards there. L. A. Kings hat trick pl- as Byfield, E. S. Eight Hockey Burner, <laughs> Eleven L. A. K. K. Uh, has Quentin Byfield. Gollum, the QB strip of McDavid that leads to the Lewis goal. He did just about everything perfectly there. Like I said, that whole sequence, if that's the only thing Quentin Byfield did, it'd be enough for me, but he scored two more goals. Dianu, as they say. Um, Although I won't call him McJesus. I'm sorry, Gollum. I hate that nickname. Uh, Big Seagas says, let's go with Coach Hiller. Let's go with Coach Hiller. We saw Dowdy and Spence on on 4-on-4 with Spence on the right and Dowdy on the left. We saw Fiala and... Kempe together at four on four we saw Fiala and Kopitar together a couple of times at least if not more which is something that I have been uh, not advocating for but curious about why we've never seen it we saw it a couple of times we saw uh, three defensemen and two forwards at one point although it was because of uh, Dowdy coming out of the box and on the penalty kill but nonetheless like to see that I mean if you look at the uh, line changes and the the shifts and how many times they play together you just pull up uh, Money Puck and go down to look at it. Anderson, Dolan, Dubois, and Leferrier, Fiala, Dino, Moore, Kempe, Kopitar, Byfield, Lewis, Turcotte, and Grunstrom. Not sure what happened to Turcotte. He did not play a lot. Be curious to find out his status. But after that, Louis, Dubois, Leferrier, Anderson, Dolan, Byfield, Grunstrom, Louis, Dubois, Grunstrom, Moore, Dino, Kempe, Fiala, Kopitar, Byfield, Moore, Deneau, Lewis, Fiala, Kopitar, Kempe. I mean, just a wild. Number of combinations. Jim Hiller, obviously not afraid uh, to experiment. And he said in one of his availabilities, not afraid to use ice time as a carrot. Uh, Acknowledging that uh, as a coach, there's very few things a coach has to use to incentivize his players. Ice time, one of them. Um, (laughs) So uh, I think we've gotten through all of the play of the game, player of the game tweets. Uh, Dan, Let's Go Kings has Big Save Dave. Uh, I think that's the most recent update on that. So we're going to take a break here. When we come back, uh, some final thoughts on the game and maybe more of your calls, 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20. Now's your chance to get those calls in. Kings win 4 to nothing over Edmonton. You're listening to Kingstalk on the LA Kings Audio Network here on iHeartRadio.
0: We return to Kings Talk, your post-game reaction to L.A. Kings hockey. Call 877-KINGS-20 on the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Network. Welcome back, Kings fans. I'm
1: Jesse Cohen. You're listening to King's Talk, coming to you live from the Nick Nixon Broadcast Center on the upper concourse of Crypto.com Arena. Final score here in downtown L.A., your L.A. Kings 4, the Edmonton Oilers 0. Big sa- shutout for Big Save Dave. We're taking your questions and comments about the game, the team, and anything else on your mind. Call 877-KINGS20. That's 877-KINGS20. I know you're all out there. I know you want to call in. I know you want to celebrate with me. Kings win, 4 to nothing. Who doesn't want to call in? Come on. 877-KINGS20. 877-KINGS20. Don't have any audio as of yet for uh, Hiller's postgame press conference, but uh, got some quotes coming from uh, the Bannerman podcast Twitter account. Appreciate it, Vardy and Caro. Uh, Hiller says, uh, during the anthem, I was thinking about my dad. Appreciate that. Hiller, as soon as the puck dropped, it was a continuation of what happened in practice. For those of you who aren't aware, the Kings had two very long practices Thursday and Friday. Uh, Optional morning skate this morning, but both Thursday and Friday were long, intense, uh, focusing on speed. A lot of uh, board work, and I don't mean working along the boards. I mean the coaching staff drawing up plays, explaining drills on the board, and the players all taking a knee around them. Uh, Hiller said, thought it was uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois' strongest game of the year. His line was going early, felt like we could attack in waves. Uh, says, uh, looks like we were that team for the first 24 games. Blocking shots isn't fun. When you do it collectively, it becomes fun. Uh, moving on to more quotes from him, Pierre-Luc Dubois had a tough go. He's a really good player. My challenge for him was to play with intensity, and you're going to have fun. Nice to see him smile. Talking about the crowd, Jim Hiller evidently said the crowd was incredible tonight. They gave us energy. I agree with that. There were some long stretches where there weren't a lot of stoppages in play, not a lot of chance for the game entertainment team to get in the game. And uh, the crowd started some chants. Really uh, big oohs and ahs when shots would miss the net. Lots of applause for uh, big saves and killed penalties. It was a good crowd. Good night. And way too many Oilers fans, but that's going to happen, I suppose. As for Alex Turcott, we had some questions about that. Turns out we got some answers. Not sure the full context of this, but uh, this is a quote posted on social media coming from uh, Jim Hiller. I took Turcott out of the game because of the penalties we took And I didn't think it was fair to jam him back onto the ice after that. He'll be back versus Buffalo. That was my initial thought when I saw his time on ice and I saw his shifts. He'd only taken five shifts early in the third period. But if you go back and look at the shift chart, look at the game flow, you can see there's all those penalty kills, the Kings three of them, I think at the end of the second period. Probably hard to get him back into the game at that point, but a little surprised to then just take him out of the game for the rest of the way. But I guess maybe his legs got cold according to, to Hiller I'm not sure we'll have to figure out that out moving on Uh, and then uh, finally Jim Hiller we're moving we want to play again don't care if it's home or on the road we want to keep moving unfortunately Kings have two games off two days off excuse me tomorrow uh Sunday and Monday before they play again on Tuesday but hopefully they will keep that winning momentum going um this is your last chance Kings fans 877 Kings 20 877 Kings 20 if I don't hear from you guys soon Going to wrap this show up, so get those calls in, 877-KINGS-20, 877-KINGS-20, and going to return to the thing we introduced a while ago, which is the philosophical quote of the game, and I'm cheating tonight. I didn't go random. Picked this one out a couple days ago on my own. It's not really a philosopher. It's Yoda from Star Wars, and the quote is, do or do not, there is no try, because that was the mood around the office, the mood around the rink, the mood in the locker room, and the mood talking to uh, head coach, Jim Hiller and GM Rob Blake wins and losses are what matter right now Uh, there's not a lot of time to experiment not a lot of time for moral victories do or do not there is no try the Kings did it tonight four to nothing over Edmonton Oilers the team just ahead of them in the standings team that had just previously gone on a 16-0 run a record-breaking run Uh, I think most wins in a row for a Canadian team again two degrees of of uh, of information on a record makes me sort of lose interest. But nonetheless, a very good Edmonton Oilers team. So the question now is, will the Edmonton Oilers uh, regress to the mean a little bit? And will the Kings do the same? Will the Kings begin to improve their play at the same time the Oilers slow down? And uh, we took a look at the standings earlier in the night. St. Louis and Nashville catching up to the Kings because of wins today. All three teams were tied at 56 points. But with that win, the Kings move ahead to 58 points just three points behind the Edmonton Oilers at 61 points, and the Kings in sole possession of the number one wild card spot. So hopefully that continues. Hopefully the Kings have an excellent road trip. Hopefully Jim Hiller continues to rack up the wins. As of right now, undefeated as the uh, head coach of the LA Kings. Kings have never lost a game under head coach Jim Hiller. I think that is going to do it here tonight for Kings Talk. Again, your three stars of the game, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Quentin Byfield, And big save Dave, Dave Riddick, shutting out the Oilers, 27 stops, 27 shots. Huge win here at uh, home at Crypto.com Arena. Uh, I do not. Sorry, uh, Jeff got a message from my board up. uh, Don't see him. Um, Oh, Stephen Anaheim is on the uh, line. How are you doing tonight, Steve? I'm good. How are you? Good. Sorry about that. Almost hung up on you. What's going on, Steve?
5: Yeah, I was thinking that. But that's all right, because we won. That's um, right. I, I thought it was a great game tonight. Kings played very well. Um, Reddick played great. Dubois came out with uh, energy that I haven't seen since pretty much all year. Uh, the only thing I thought was uh, that the Kings maybe got baited into a, a penalty now, down the end of the third period uh, to see if they can't get the Oilers to get a four-on-four, four, letting McDavid. That was probably something they were hoping to get. They got. They didn't score. But in the end, um, yeah, I was just thinking that they probably just wanted that to give give McDavid lots of ice time and a better chance to score. That's my only, only thing that I thought the Kings might have just stayed away from.
1: Well, apologies to you, Steve. First off the bat, I was not scrolling down on my phone the text message from the board up. So, Julian and Mark, if you're still on hold, we'll get to you. Apologies, all three of you, for keeping you in uh, in the dark there. Um, yeah, look, it was a great game, Steve. Um, sorry, I was having some conversations there with the <laughs> with my engineer, so um, I missed the end of your call. But uh, p- apologies. But yeah, McDavid is obviously an incredible player, and he's going <laughs> to. Likely have an impact in the game. Thought the Kings did a great job of shutting him down tonight.
5: Yeah. Well, it was a good game. And like I said, I think the Oilers tried to bait the uh, Kings into getting a four-on-four four near the end of the game, and it worked. Gave uh, McDavid lots of more uh, um, ice to r- run around with. Never scored, but I'm sure that was kind of the back of their mind. Make this a four-on-four, four, and let's see if we can get a goal.
1: Yeah, and them adding Corey Perry didn't go unnoticed, right? Like, they now have... Uh, uh- they have some they have some edgy players. We'll use that word edgy the nicest way I can think of.
5: Yeah, well the Kings needed to, uh, being a former duck <laughs> now he's an <laughs> oiler. I don't know what that's gonna put a that double strike on him, so
1: Yeah, but, no, and I was even starting to come around and liking him, but not anymore. He's right back in the hated category. Steve, <laughs> thanks for calling in. Julian, are you still with us? Thanks. Yes yeah, sir.
7: Sure. Julian, Here thanks am, for holding Jeff.
1: on. How are you doing tonight?
7: You bet. It sure is good to talk to you again. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, there's a couple things that, and you actually just said it just a moment ago. You mentioned the word edgy. Let me tell you something. The Kings played edgy tonight. They, they were did. getting in scrum. They were. Uh, I, I just saw. I just saw it as an excellent support for uh, the uh, Riddick who was playing. I don't know, that guy's playing, he's playing so good. Uh, uh, I just wanted to mention, uh, you know, I I spoke with you uh, before this long break uh, about uh, uh, our ex-coach now, uh, uh, Coach McClellan, and uh, whether or not the Kings were responding. Look, um, I I don't know, uh, management only knows uh at what point you need to pull the trigger uh on uh a team not responding uh to uh a head coach now the deal is is that the kings played they they really played uh they played with vigor and um they didn't lose the lead that's a very big deal uh especially against a team Uh, uh, like you said a minute ago, a bunch of edgy players on the Oilers. Um, Here's what I wanted to say. Um, The next three or four games, even the next five games, will uh, put the identity of the Kings with this new intern coach. Um, If they can play to this capacity, which they're fully capable of. They showed it tonight. The Kings can get back on track. Pierre-Luc Dubois is a very important part of the personnel, uh, the uh, feel uh, for the, the players on the ice. If he's playing uh, at a at top of his game, man, he, can, he himself can make other players better. And um, I just wanted to mention that uh it's really important for the kings to see pld stay on top of his game but i gotta tell you man riddick tonight uh and the way he's been playing lately uh if you're going to replace uh jonathan Quickman, i think we just found it because this guy he plays uh he stops some extraordinary shots from uh you know uh mcdavid and uh uh What's that other guy's name? Not Dreisaitl, but uh, there was Nugent another Hopkins. guy <laughs> Nugent,
1: a bunch of was shooting the puck uh,
7: very well tonight.
1: Julian, I want to focus in on the word you used, vigor, because there was a lot of conversation over the last couple days about DJ Smith and Jim Hiller and the the attitude that they bring around the locker room. Uh, levity, joviality, you know, loud voices, loud personalities, whatever you want to call it. It, we've been hearing it from external sources, internal sources, players, coaching staff. It's all anybody's been talking about. And I am of the opinion that you can create a sort of chain reaction um, with with moods and with people. And I said it on uh, All the King's Men with Jim Fox and Zach Dooley. You know, I've got two friends of mine. I've known them a very long time. I think since we're 15 years old, give or take. I like hanging out with both of them individually. They're two of my closest, nearest, dearest friends. But when the three of us are together... It's a completely different dynamic than when, you know, any two of us are off separated uh, by ourselves, not the three of us together. The three of us together, way more laughter, way more entertaining, way more, you know, release of tension, whatever it is that we're looking for in a social interaction. I know that's not the same as an NHL locker room, but Drew Doughty, Phil Deneau, David Riddick, perhaps, uh, maybe Pierre-Luc Dubois, maybe Vladislav Gavrikov. There are guys in that locker room that respond to that kind of personality, that that are that kind of personality, that generate that kind of energy. And I don't know for a fact, but I am very curious to see if that kind of vigor is contagious and can spread through the locker room, through those players, you know, acting as sort of nodes or, or you know, stopping points to sort of distribute it down through the locker room. So, Julian, appreciate your call. I agree with you completely. Everything you, you said. Uh, really Thank appreciate you. it. Mark and Chatsworth, you've been hanging on a while. I hope you're still there. Mark, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Thanks for holding on, Mark. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, especially after that win. But <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to say, uh, really, I appreciate your show. And also
6: that, uh, you know, heads up to, uh, I mean, uh, heads off, hats off to uh, uh, Hiller. You know, it's his first game. He's mm-hmm. 1-0. And it's not easy to come into a situation that he's in right now and take over a team that's been following another person so it's going to be difficult. But, you know, what he did was uh, he kind of lit the fire again. And you can
5: see it in their play.
1: Yeah, and there's some comments coming out. I don't have all the audio or the quotes yet, but comments coming out from players talking about that energy, that confidence. We saw him mixing up the lines uh, tonight in a way that we haven't seen in a while. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully hopefully this continues and this isn't just uh, the dead cat bounce, as people say. Um, hopefully this continues on uh, on the road trip coming up. Yeah. I'd like to, uh, nominate another, uh, fourth star and that's going to be uh Hiller. Yeah. And, and, you know, they, they mentioned it was uh, when I saw it at first, I thought what a sort of silly stat, but, uh, he becomes the 18th coach in NHL history to, uh, coach his first NHL game for the same team that he played his first NHL game for as a player. Um, and he himself mentioned it in his opening remarks. And, uh, you know, it it just, uh, it's a reminder of uh, how small the hockey world is and how nice it is when uh, people get these nice moments.
7: Yeah, well, that sounds a
1: little bit like destiny. So hopefully we'll get <laughs> up. There you time, go. Uh, Coach of destiny. destiny. I like it. <laughs> Mark, appreciate <laughs> you hanging on for so long. Thanks for calling in. Chris was at the game. Chris, are you still with us?
4: Yes, I was. Uh, fun game tonight. Thanks for taking my call, Jesse. Just a couple of quick questions, and I'm sure. going to take them off the air if that's okay. Sure. Uh one, I, I, I couldn't tell how those uh, too many penalties were taken. It was one? It looked like it maybe hit Turcotte in the foot uh, you know, He touched the puck coming over. And then, uh, uh, but what, I, what really stuck out for me was Carl Grundstrom, uh on the. You know, he he, went, he was in a box, and they they you know when they were just gas, he came out. I thought he gave him a lot of energy and uh, allowed the Kings to uh, make line changes that they really needed when the, the penalty killers were gas. And uh, the other question I had is. What happened to Alex Turcotte tonight? I, I I was hoping I could see him play. It was nice to see him in the warm-ups, and uh, <laughs> I don't think I saw him play more than two shifts. So I'm going to take this off the air, and you a great job. Thanks.
1: Appreciate it, Chris. I think Alex Turcotte had, had about five shifts, if I'm not mistaken, over the course of the night, but he did not play a lot. And uh, we read a quote from Jim Hiller coming out of the press conference. He spoke for 15 minutes, so we're not going to get that audio tonight. But uh, I guess because of the penalty kills in the second period, uh, there were three of them, two uh, two in the second period, one that bled over from the second to the third. Uh, according to the quote I saw, Jim Hiller just saying that Alex Turcott was sort of out of the lineup because of the line changes and and whatnot that goes on on special teams. And then Hiller said he didn't think it was fair to jam him back in the game. Said he'll be back in Buffalo, so not sure about that. But I don't think it's an injury or anything. As for the too many men on the ice penalty, listen, I was talking to one of one of uh, one of my coworkers uh during the game and i said i don't know that in the 30 plus years that i've been a fan of the kings and watching this game i don't think i've seen either of those too many men on the ice penalties to take the way they've been taken usually a guy comes over the boards doesn't realize that his team already has five guys out floats around a little bit you know his team touches the puck and that's it first one looks like to me it, well, kopitar kicked it um i don't know if it was just a slip of attention or momentary lack of focus but uh I I don't know what he was thinking when he kicked the puck, but that was one. And then the second one, Dubois called for the line change, uh, was making a beeline for the bench, looked like he had every intention of going off, so a teammate jumps over the boards. I think it actually was Kopitar again. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Dubois shifts, <clears throat> shifts directions uh, and goes after uh, an Edmonton Oiler carrying the puck wins possession uh, before uh, his teammate could get back on the bench and yeah both of them the only thing I can imagine is that it was a a case of uh, the team being so hyped up and so you know trying to play uh, to Jim Hiller's uh, charge of speed intensity whatever you want to call it and just sort of got ahead of themselves on both of them because I've never don't think I've ever seen a situation like either one of them to have two of them in the same game was wild Uh, had it happened in mid-January or, or mid-December in the midst of that slide, I think it would be, uh, you know, you'd see some slumped shoulders and some some harsh words from the coach. But in a game where you win 4 to nothing, I think you just laugh it off and uh, hope that's that's that. And, uh, you know, everybody makes mistakes, I guess. And that, I think, is going to do it here for this edition of King's Talk. Final score tonight from Crypto.com Arena here in downtown L.A. Your LA Kings 4, the Edmonton Oilers 0. L.A. Kings Hockey returns to iHeartRadio Tuesday night when your L.A. Kings face off against the Sabres at KeyBank Center in Buffalo, New York. Pre-game show begins at 3.30 p.m. Pacific and puck drop is scheduled for 4 p.m. here on the L.A. Kings Audio Network. You've been listening to L.A. Kings Hockey for Nick Nixon, Jim Fox, Darrell Evans, Zach Dooley, Carlin Bathe, Stephen Orlando, Thomas and Bellingham, Robert and Glendale, Victor and L.A., Jeff and Santa Clarita, Stephen Anaheim, Julian and Witter, Whittier, Mark and Chatsworth, and Chris, who was at the game. Of course, our on-site producer, Jake Warner. Our network producer, Jeff Cabot. I'm Jesse Cohen. Thanks for listening, Kings fans. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll see you Tuesday night.
0: Score on the rebound. You've been listening to Kings Talk along the L.A. Kings iHeart Audio Network. Follow the Kings all season long wherever you are.
4: Downloading. With the L.A.
0: Kings iHeart Audio Network. Download the iHeart app for free. And join us next time for the excitement
4: of L.A. Kings hockey.